Hey everybody, just wanting to let you guys know that uh, even in these days with the uh, the big coronavirus scare, Dave and I are committed to trying to get you guys some new material every week. We uh, haven't had a chance to, to really record anything in our normal vein, but I have a treat for you. Uh, here at Project X, we have talked about expanding out into some other podcasting areas besides just our normal show. And uh, so we sat down with our friend Corey this past weekend and decided, hey, let's take a, let's take a stab at this and see what happens. And um, we're going to talk about something that's got this rather topical. Nashville had a, uh, a tornado that came through um, about two weeks ago now. And uh, Corey used to work for an emergency management team. So we got a little bit of insight there as well as just some local things that have happened over the years, whether it's tornadoes or floods, you know, just some natural disasters. And uh, it's something that we're kind of kicking around about maybe doing a, a Nashville-centric podcast. Uh, let us know. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Project X Pod, and you can also email us, projectxpod at gmail. Let us know what you think about it, and we hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. question so everybody this is something that we're working on here uh i'm alan smith with uh, project x pod along with big dave and we have a guest today we, we've got a new chucklehead in the studio yeah this is uh for those of you who have listened to project x podcast uh, you know that dave and i have known each other for couple of decades and a half <laughs> and uh one of the one of the few people i've known longer than dave is here with us um and actually they've known each other longer than i've known either of them so it's uh uh introduce yourself hello folks i'm Corey. uh i've unfortunately unfortunately known alan for 27 years <laughs> we lived um, together for a while and, and, and tried, not killing each other and tried to disassemble his house in yeah, the process we, mm, um tried to <laughs> There might have been a party or two, and I've uh, I've known Dave for 29 years. Next year will be 30 years. High school. Uh, yeah, I met you when I was 16. Actually, that's now. Yeah. What? I'm 16. No, you're you're getting ready to be 46 in like a few days. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> Don't remind me. I just turned 47. Yeah, I was gonna say I turned in, in January. Hey, so get it's off a... my lawn. It's funny to think about that. Think about that. I've been driving for 30 years, roughly. Yeah, but you've only been driving well for about 10. <laughs> Not so. even that long. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a, I've seen you drive. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like, that's one of those things that I, like, I, I thought about not long ago. I was like, wow, I've been driving for 30 years. Yeah. I had a license for 30 years anyway. Yeah, you're stupid. I've got to get some WD-40 on that thing. I like the seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Your but yeah, posterior is squeaking. <laughs> always has, one way but or another. This is kind of a a prototype, I guess, of something that we've been working on uh, here. Dave and I have been talking about expanding Project X out into a network more than just one one you know pod individual podcast. So uh, <clears throat> this is kind of a dry run, you know. 
if you're hearing this, it means that we decided to put it out or we decided to put it behind a paywall or something or, or as a bonus of, Hey, listen to this. And we, we promise to be better next time. <laughs> but, uh, at the very least it'll be parsed out into project X. Outtakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it may wind up as like little pieces <laughs> over time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Corey, um, well, let's, let's do the, the real quick rundown. Uh, again, my name's Alan Smith. Um, I've been doing podcasting for, 12-ish years. Um, before that, I was doing uh, I did a short-lived television show. I did college radio, you know, written for various websites on the internet, um, all that kind of good stuff. Now I'm doing this with my buddies and pretty much being a dad, and that's about it. Dave? I'm Dave, and, well, Big Dave. Big Dave, as you were to say. Yeah, bigger than you two midgets. Um, Both of us combined, probably. I actually actually did college radio, as Alan did, and continued in that vein uh, when I went to college and got into video and television production and general AV work and have basically stayed behind the scenes doing tech work until... Um, I blew my knee out, was sequestered at my house, and Alan showed up with his laptop and his mics and going, we're doing this podcast now, you have no excuse. Pretty much, yes. So now I'm, <laughs> he's drugged me back out into the light. Yes. I'm married, I live out in the country, and every time somebody in the political world does something stupid, I move further out into the country. And the longer I work in IT, the less I trust it. Oh, well, there so. you go. And Corey? Um, I barely participated in college much less college radio so, you were an actor I, yes i i was going to be oh wow uh, unexpected shot there um yeah i was i was going to be an actor and then a musician and then a musical well, actor and technically all three of us are musicians it's just true. that you decided to blow in a shiny horn and ironically, I got better and more gigs than both of you combined. So, <laughs> yeah, we haven't tried. <coughs> I haven't tried. Well, that's your fault. Uh, I had other things <clears throat> to do. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I kind of temporarily showed up to college, um, uh, which is where I met Alan. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, at that point. Uh, uh, Dave and I had kind of uh, lost our way for a little bit until Alan met Dave, and then, uh, and then you know we kind of all fell back together. And when Waffle House happened at Waffle House, <laughs> <laughs> and you can blame Waffle House for a lot of things. Oh yes, and we've oh, yes. been giving each other a lot of grief ever since then. Pretty much, uh, misery loves company. Oh, yeah, so uh, we enjoy each other's company. Like I said. Corey and I lived together for a year, about 20 years ago. Oh, God. Not that either one of them really remembers it much. Well, so. you know, it wasn't that bad. It was, I, well, Corey's probably blocking it out, and I don't remember it because I was drunk most of the time. So. Oh, I mean, I, I, I remember a lot. There was, yeah. there was a lot of emotional scarring in the time that I lived with you, and, mm-hmm. and mainly that was my fault, but, uh, <laughs> I will let you accept that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I welcomed it. Yeah. yeah, are we getting into apologies here? Is that what we're doing? No, never. Have you ever known me to apologize? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, we're we're kind of kind of getting our feet wet uh, on on this and trying to figure out what we're gonna do. Um, 
uh, for those of you who do listen to Project X, you know that we kind of stay away from politics. Uh, we that were, will be impos- impossible to do with yeah, Corey here. Exactly, because Corey can't not talk about politics. I'll tell and, you what, I'll <laughs> limit it to occasional snarky random comments. How's that? Occasional. Mm-hmm. Occasional. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll believe that when I see it. So, uh, <laughs> Do we need a politic jar in here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> Every time Corey says something political... In the I'm, jar. I'm already broke. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Uh, but yeah, the thing is, is that all three of us are actually from Nashville. Yeah. Well, I grew up. Well, Dave has been here long enough to to be. I have been adopted as uh, yeah. A, I'm Dave, Nashville. Dave is a once well-seated you've been here, transplant. Once you've been here three decades, you you kind of yeah. It, if it helps, I married a unicorn. She was yeah. she was born over at Baptist Hospital yeah. and lived her entire okay. life in Nashville. I have been trying. To, I, I have been actively working <clears throat> to to fix this whole unicorn problem because uh, you know, like I, I drive for a ride share company and I hear that all the time from people, oh, you're a unicorn, you know, I'm like, and I always tell people, no, not a unicorn. Yep. I am a Sasquatch. And what I say, it's not because I'm a hairy behemoth, it's because... Because that was my first thought. Yeah, it's because unicorns are fictional beings, 100%. Sasquatches might exist... And if you ever, and if you ever actually do encounter a native Nashvilleian, our pictures are usually blurry, and you can't, you're not quite sure what you've seen. So it's kind of, a <laughs> it's almost a little brother to Florida man, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So, so that's I'm trying, I'm trying to make that a thing now. It's like no, no more with the unicorns. We're Sasquatches. So, anyway, yeah, there you go. Next topic. Um, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and way to kill the conversation there. So, yeah, <laughs> anyway. You're big, you're ugly, you're smelly, you're hairy. Anyway, it fits. Yeah, there you go. It does so, fit. Um, but, what are we going to talk about? I mean, seriously. That's, this, that's, this is that's, the, serious, that's one of the great things about these dry runs is we can just kind of go wherever. Dave and I did one before we ever did the Project X where we just sat down and talked for an hour. Yep. And just kind of get a and, feel and out. And we went all over the place. Yep. I mean, all over the place. I, uh... You're the new guy. You got any yeah. ideas? Well, I mean, yeah, I, still guy, like, I, still like, carry this, so. I still like kind of what we, were, uh, what I had suggested um, uh, over the last couple of days about, uh, you know, just sort of the the stuff that we've we've gone through, uh, you know, not only in just the past couple of weeks, but uh, maybe even a little bit historically in Nashville. Uh, okay, the, you brought up the, the disasters. last couple of weeks, so we're yeah. right now it is it's actually apropos. That we're doing this first three-person dry run on Friday the 13th. That's true. Um, 2020. Amidst mm-hmm. the threat of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. And we... We're all in a very small room. <laughs> and I licked all the spoons. Exactly. And, and I so. used them anyway. Yeah. It's, it's... Um, so what Corey's talking about is we just recently had yet another tornado. Mm-hmm. Rip through North Nashville. It kind of through East Nashville and through East Nashville and on out through Mount Hermitage. Juliet, Hermitage, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, and, and out into Putnam County, all well, the way out into I mean, the, like it, it the got out, area. Out. Well, yeah. it lifted. It lifted as like an F two is what they're saying, and it replanted on the ground as an F four and mm-hmm. ripped through Putnam County and over into Cookville. Yes, and, and did, did a lot of damage. Did more damage, I think, out in Cookville than it did here in Nashville. There was greater loss of life out there, and there was a lot, a lot of damage. But the, the yeah. difference between the two is that the the damage is more concentrated back 
towards well, uh, towards Nashville, higher that area. population, it's a higher population density. area, and as well as more buildings and that kind of stuff. And it, but it, it took as a far similar as, path yeah. to the '98 tornado yes. that ran through Four Points. <laughs> yes, and uh, you have the same problem Dave does. As soon as the microphone is going, he starts coughing. Start coughing. Yep. <laughs> Dave, we will sit here and talk for two hours. He'll It'll never cough a single time. As soon as the microphone comes on. There it is. So I think I'm allergic to it or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's an, I think it's psychosomatic. Well, so. his might be the cancer sticks. So. Mm-hmm. We're working on that, though. So. Yeah. I think I'm allergic to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, about the about the uh, tornado, a little bit more specifics into it. Yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, so uh, part of my background, just as a, a brief summary, is uh, I spent uh, a few, quite a few years working in emergency management mm-hmm. for a uh, – larger than city uh, level organization um, you working for the government and uh, <laughs> he's and, a government uh, shill yes was was um, he still is and I spent uh, I spent uh, many years doing that and uh, so about 50 to 60 percent of what we dealt with on an annual basis <clears throat> was a, uh, a response and supportive uh, recovery efforts for natural disasters uh, i.e weather mm-hmm. so tornadoes um, uh, you wouldn't think it but we are capable of sustaining hurricane damage in Tennessee uh, typically from torrential rains mm-hmm. things like that severe winter weather wildfires all the all the things that and you we're can get in Tennessee long overdue for an earthquake Yes, long overdue Ooh, for it. So yeah. overdue yeah. for an earthquake. Um, Thank you, Memphis, for yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, I, New I'm, Madrid Fault runs right down the Mississippi River. So. I'm, I'm going to blame Memphis for that one. Yeah. I blame Memphis for everything. <laughs> um, but so these tornadoes. So in case my buddy Mark in Memphis yeah, is listening, like, Mark, this is your fault. Yeah, I blame you exactly. So. <laughs> Get out while you can. Um, so these most recent tornadoes. Um, the National Weather Service uh, recently put out um, over the past two or three days that it was actually a series of seven tornadoes um, that caused all of the damage okay. anywhere between and my Siri is possessed and oh, there we go I we now have yeah. a we have a fourth in the room the magic witch box speaks mm-hmm. yeah great so. Uh, <laughs> um, so it was a series of seven tornadoes some of those tornadoes would Touchdown, jump up, touchdown, jump right, up, touchdown. Right. Um, we did have um, one that stayed on the ground. One that stayed on the ground for 50 about miles, a 50, 50 mile track. Yeah, that which is um, insane. I mean, it's not unheard of, but it's not you very common. You usually see those more out towards Oklahoma, Kansas, yeah, Missouri, exactly. Illinois. So these tornadoes, um, there were a couple of anomalies. One, we had an, uh, an EF4 tornado, uh, which is, uh, that's the one that had the the heaviest impact right. on Putnam County and Cookville, Tennessee, uh, where there was the most loss of life, um, a uh, significant amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, EF4s in Tennessee are not very common, mm-hmm. um, uh, and a lot of that is related to the topography, uh, the, and, the topography yeah. of Tennessee, geographical construct. Uh, and that's something I probably need to explain to people about Nashville like Middle Tennessee, we live in a bowl. We, yes, it's a there's, there's the Cumberland Ridge, and you come down off of it, and you're basically and 
that also has a lot to do. We have really bad problems with allergies here because all Worst. that pollen and everything okay. settles Gets right down in the bowl, bowl and stays so here. <laughs> you guys have problems with allergies. I live on top of the ridge. Yeah, yes. yeah, you suck. So, so <laughs> yeah, we're actually so, the yeah. worst so place in the world for allergies. Right, but that's one of the things with with sitting down in the bowl the way that as we call it the bowl is the way that we do. Bad, like it, it's really it has to be a really really strong. Storm. storm in order to to cause you know this kind of damage and, yeah. and, and the other and the trade-off is is the bowl because of of how it uh how the ground does have impact on weather development mm-hmm. uh a lot of things actually miss us it's part of the reason we right. don't get a lot of snow no or below it hits the tennessee river it gets a little bit closer it starts getting to that close to that bowl and it will either bank north mm-hmm. and impact Me. where Dave lives and go up through uh, southern Kentucky you know, and that go kind up, of stuff yeah. or it'll bank south and then that's it's when you northern hear Alabama. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta yeah. gets snow and stuff like that and that's been the crazy thing the last few years northern Alabama and Georgia has gotten more snowfall than we have, and we're further north. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what's going on here? You know. So anyway. the, the con of that is, is if it actually makes it into the bowl, mm-hmm. it stays in the bowl. Yeah. So you'll see a, a, a winter weather system move into Nashville, and then it'll hover because then it has to figure out how to get how to get out of here, the, yeah. get out of the bowl, right? So. Um, and tornadoes are much the same way. <clears throat> Both uh, of you just did that at the same time. <laughs> if we can coordinate that now, it's going to make editing so much easier. Much easier. <laughs> One, I've been two, able, three. I've been able to knock mine out while you two are talking. You still so. hear it, so in the background. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so these tornadoes that you know, there were there were two things that I saw that were that were really big anomalies, and I was I was fortunately uh, none of us were impacted by it. Um, uh, not directly. Not anyway. directly. Um, I. Uh, the tornadoes came within um, uh, just a little over two miles away from my house. Uh, I live kind of across the lake from mm-hmm. from Allen, so um, and sometimes that lake will act as a decent barrier for yes. for that kind of weather, but not always. Um, uh, I was close enough um, uh, across the lake that I could hear all the sirens going off in in uh, Hermitage and in, in East Nashville. Right. Which, and, for those of you who are um, not from around here, Hermitage is a little southeast of downtown. Um, probably, what, four or five miles? Uh, I don't know. It's probably more than that. I'd have well, to look it, at it, it, so. Hermitage sits right on I-40. It's yeah, just sort of a, east, a, yeah, a southeasterly portion right. of, of, of downtown it's a, And also, for, for another thing, that people who aren't from around here, um, Nashville, Davidson County is a metropolitan government. Which means that technically, if you live inside Davidson County, you are from Nashville, because yes. that's that's our that's our city government, you know. So but it, you and, but you may also be from Madison or right, Hermitage exactly, or exactly. Antioch, right? Or, it, it's kind of like or New Barry York, Hill or Barry Hill, Barry Hill, any number of places. It, it's yeah. kind of like New York, where right. you've got New York City, but, but then you there's have Brooklyn all and there's the right, Hamlet, all the boroughs, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It, so yeah, Nashville is very very similar to that. Um, so it missed me by a little over two miles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my, my stupid self, I'm a bit of a weather geek anyway, so I'm, I'm standing out on my front porch. I was waiting for the lightning to flash and maybe I can get a, get a right. decent picture of the cone, uh, while my family is all huddled downstairs in the right, basement. Right. And, uh, well, you and also, I'm getting texts saying you're an idiot. Uh, yeah. Well, but you also have family in Oklahoma. Yes. And so you've 
been you've seen this kind of I've seen on a this much stuff uh, on a really on a way different scale. It's, Oklahoma has those like hey, this is not just a tornado. This tornado is like a mile wide. Yes. And and we're just going to go in and, de- and decimate an entire town. And just oh, wipe yeah, it off yeah, the map. They, you know, yeah, it's, there's, <laughs> there's towns that no longer exist right. in the Midwest uh, just simply because of one tornado. It's, mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes. That's and, when you start getting into the F5s and yeah, right, the fingers yeah, of God and right, that type right. of thing. Um, so uh, these tornadoes, the... You know, I told you the anomaly, uh, first anomaly mm-hmm. was that EF4. The second one, uh, which was actually the first that happened chronologically, was the first tornado that touched down. It, um, if you look at a Nashville map, you'll see, you can find a place on the west side of Nashville called John C. Toon Airport. It's yes. a smaller airport. It's not an international or anything like that. Um, the tornado touched down right outside of, uh, just west of the, the property that is John C. Toon mm-hmm. Airport. Um, uh the anomaly about that is normally when you're watching, you know, your local news station and, and, you know, you're, you're watching the, the meteorologist show all the, the reds and greens and, right. and the, you know, the, the, the storms moving on the map, you know, you will always see something like, and this little storm over here is, uh, you know, it's got a small rotation in it and, and um, that storm does seem to be developing. And for the next 10, 12, 15 minutes, watch you hear, right. you know, you watch the storm develop and you hear them talking about, you know, we have a rotation in this. And the National Weather Service just put out a, a tornado warning for X county and Y county. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you, you just kind of continue to watch it. And it either drops a tornado on the ground or it doesn't. Right. This storm, the one that happened just west of, of John C. Toon Airport, basically progressed like this. It's it's a storm, it's a storm, it's a thunderstorm, it's a, th- a thunderstorm, it's a thunderstorm. Hey, we see a rotation in it. And like under two minutes later, that rotation was on the ground right. and became a tornado. Right. It came out of nowhere. And I've got to give some credit here to the National Weather Service and to the to our local meteorologists as well. There have been some people saying, well, you didn't give us enough time. You didn't give us any warning that this was coming. Right. Um, and and I got to tell you, when a storm develops that quickly, which is extremely rare in Tennessee, there is no chance to get a warning. No. no. I mean, you know, did you – it would be the equivalent of trying to warn someone, hey, you're about to be in a car accident. You have a – opportunity to go uh, and then and honestly and then you're in the wreck living in illinois that's more indicative of a midwest tornado absolutely absolutely yeah. because you can have just a regular overcast sky and you can look up and suddenly see a rotation in the clouds mm-hmm. and it'll drop one just yeah. like a baseball yeah which I've, I've seen a couple times, which is really spooky. Yeah. Yeah. So Tennessee, the southeast, basically, we live in, you know, everybody on the planet has heard of Tornado Alley. It's it's famous. Right. Tornado Alley is Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Kansas Nebraska, Missouri. Yep. Missouri. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's the it's, Midwest states. It's, 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 well, it's not the Midwest. It's the Great Plains states yeah, it's is what it is. Any so. state basically in between the Mississippi River and the Rocky Mountains yep. is pretty much, even Colorado is considered part yeah. of, of Plains, Tornado yeah. Alley. Um, where we live in Tennessee, uh, we live in what's called Dixie Alley. It's it's not as heard of. It's not as well known. But the statistics are we have more tornado-related fatalities mm-hmm. 
and we have more tornadoes than they do in uh, Tornado Alley. Now, granted, they're smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, we typically don't get the EF4s. We typically don't get the EF5s. We do get them, but they're exceptionally rare. But those tornadoes do uh, in Dixie Alley do significantly more damage. And the reason for that is... It's the trailer parks, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it, is the, it is the trailer parks. Um, well, part of that is... Um, if the geography in, in Tennessee, the, the, the layout of the land in Tennessee is such that whereas in, say, Oklahoma, a tornado touches down, it's going to go northeast. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it may go a little bit north, it may go a little bit east, but basically it's going northeast. Right. In Tennessee, we've seen tornadoes travel from northeast to southwest. Yeah, um, you also have to remember it, that it just spins it up. When you get into Tennessee, uh, western Tennessee, like going like basically from the, starting from, at the Mississippi. From Memphis. Yeah, starting yeah. at the Mississippi coming across. It's pretty flat. Yeah, it is pretty You flat. get into middle Tennessee, and like I said, we're kind of down in a bowl. Yeah. Surrounded in, by very large hills. Yeah, and, and, that, and, and that's the whole thing. We get into eastern Tennessee, you're in the foothills and then into the mountains. Well, yeah. technically, a, we're the beginning of the foothills. Yeah. Into, yeah. We're, we're in the foothills yeah, to plateau. the... It's like a, yeah. But one of the reasons, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but we tend to have a, a, the majority of our stuff happens at night. Absolutely, yeah. uh, we tend to have more tornadoes at night, and when that's another are sleeping. and that's another reason why we uh, uh, get the unfortunate uh, statistic that we have more tornado re- related fatalities. Right, people don't know this it's because coming. You, one, if you're awake and you're outside, you can't see it. It's right. dark, right? Yeah. Second of all, if it's dark and you can't see it, and it's rain wrapped, you you can't see it even less. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's uh, later at night, like these uh, last tornadoes that occurred on March 3rd. About 1.30 uh, in the morning. About 1, 1.30 in the yeah. morning. Um, you know, most people are in, at home, in bed, mm-hmm. asleep. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're like me and have insomnia, yeah. wide awake. Same but, here. Uh, well, that's was, the whole thing. I was in the middle of eating dinner when I was, it happened. So. I was watching t- TV, and one of my dogs all of a sudden comes in from out of the bedroom. And she comes over, and she like, kind of gets in between me and the couch. Like I was sitting in my chair, you know, yeah. and she kind of was like, what are you doing? And she kind of looked up at me, you know, I'm like, what's going on? And I was like, and I, I, I knew that it was raining and, you know, that kind of stuff. And not within 30 seconds of that is when I got the, there's tornado warnings in Davidson yeah. County, you know. Like and not too long after, after that, that I heard from you. I know. From me, Corey, yeah. Corey's texting me. He's like, hey, man, it's down at five points. It's, it's near your place, you know, which five points is in East Nashville, which from where I live right here is probably about five miles. Yeah. Maybe. You know? And then about four o'clock in the morning, I get a text from Alan. Hey, yeah. are you guys are you okay? okay? Yeah, and I'm like, but it what wasn't are just you that because about? you know yeah. it was after after you know that it was, I'm I'm watching the the coverage live on television, yeah. and you know they're like, oh, we're at the corner, of, you know, we're over in the um, at the corner of Rosa Parks and Jefferson Street, which is considered uh, uh, Germantown, you know, north, yeah. northern Na- North Nashville area, and I have friends that live like three blocks from there you know so i'm mm-hmm. i'm calling hey you guys okay you know yeah. and then they're later they're saying oh you know it's it's, it's heading west basically following interstate 40 mm-hmm. and they're like oh it's at highway 109 and Fort. well i've got friends that live right there <laughs> you know yeah. so i'm calling them like hey are you guys up you know type stuff and i talked to them before and after the storm well, yeah. and after you, know, you sent me a text yeah i texted uh, my wife's cousin who lives in east nashville mm-hmm. to check on her and see if she was okay and she said she saw it go by the house yeah I mean, it's, and there are some pretty spectacular 
footage. Yeah, of, there's you know, some people, great footage. People cop- captured with their you know their cell phones and well, stuff. The and guy it, that was in that construction crane. That is that is yes. the best. That is some of the best footage. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not critiquing the guy. I kind of understand that, was that he was he was. He probably had a bigger bulge in the back of his pants than he did the front. <laughs> but, but well, I mean, the video was him calling his loved ones to go. I yeah, don't know what's yeah. going to happen. I don't know if, if I'm going to live. If I die, you know, I love you. Bye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real shake. Real shaky camera footage. But I mean, it, it's it's real. still clear I mean, enough. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's still clear enough that you really get a, a a sense of what's going on right then and right there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I saw that footage maybe four or five days after the tornado and and i i, I sat down i just kind of sat down and it gave me a lot of perspective yeah and, and yeah. this is something i've dealt with my whole life and and it still gave me a lot right. of perspective you know i have not i've living here my entire life and and you know it's one of those things that i would Corey and i were both born um the the year of the um the super tuesday yeah, the, the second the second, second largest traumatic outbreak. outbreak in in the country, you know, yeah. I mean, and like on record in meteorological history. Yeah. yeah, and it's one of those things of like, so basically dealing with tornadoes since I was a kid. I remember four, five, six years old somewhere, like early memory of like yeah. my parents one day, like I'm sitting there and playing, you know, it was raining outside or whatever, and like them saying, "Come on, come on, come on, let's go," and like us getting yeah. into the bathtub. That was April third, April fourth of nineteen seventy four. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, I'm talking about this was later, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know, and it's one of those things that it was right across the river. It went through Old Hickory, Tennessee, which is mm-hmm. like literally right across the river from where I live. I mean, exactly. it's not that kind of stuff, and but I didn't know what it was in my mind. There's a monster outside. Yeah. That's that was the whole you know being at that age and stuff. But it's been it's been a reoccurring thing over and over and over. I have never directly been in a tornado, thankfully, but I have been around many of yeah, them. With, you know, within a, a within an a uncomfortable proximity. Yes, you know, yeah, <laughs> there was a very uncomfortable proximity on a few of them. You know, well, like, like like I just left that area ten minutes ago. Yeah, and this well, happened when you know, the one in 98 happened i was working in madison yeah you know we got to watch it oh yeah i, sat, I sat right here yeah. and watched april it. 14th you know, april 14th 1998 yeah. it was yeah. a thursday yeah um, it was we had softball size hail at the store yeah. yeah you were you were in madison and you watched it kind of go by yeah you were here i was here uh, in madison in madison <laughs> and and you watched it actually kind of coming down well my dad my dad's office is in east nashville on Tr- off trinity uh-huh. lane and he's literally stood out on the front porch and watched it go through. I was know, like just a couple of miles down the road from. Him, I was know? downtown. Oh, and it hit I was, downtown. I was I in this. Yeah, uh, I was downtown. Um, I had uh, my mom used to work for state government. Uh, she uh, uh, worked in a, a government office near Capitol Hill, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, I was in town and I. Uh, decided to surprise her uh, and uh, I went down I, I found a parking meter shoved a few coins in it uh, about a block on, block and a half away from her office and um, uh, went up went up to her office and said hey have you had lunch yet and she looks up and you know we had a great time mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, noticed while we were sitting in the cafeteria which was in the building we were sitting next to a window and I looked out and I thought well you know it's uh, you know, I hate to keep it short, Mom, but um, you know, it looks like it's getting ready to start pouring down right. rain. So I want to go ahead and get back to the get get back to my car. And so I'm I leave the office and I'm walking back up to my car. Like I said, it's about a block and a half, and I'm standing on the corner or just past the corner of Fifth Avenue 
and James Robertson, and um, which is right close to the our our local CBS affiliate, this yeah, is Channel, WTBF yeah, News Channel, Channel 5. Five, and, and there was some spectacular video yeah. from them uh, I'm, on that. On that, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually in some of that video. Oh yeah, but you don't know it's me because mm-hmm. the only thing you see is my foot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's your best um, side honestly yeah. well it's my second best side I, i'd have to stand up for you to see my first best um the parts but going, I rem- as, as you're going out the door yes <laughs> yes what's left of it anyway uh, I, I was pretty much just in front of the channel five building when mm-hmm. when i looked up and i saw that sort of telltale yellowish green yep. weird haze mm-hmm. um uh, and I saw a couple of other indicators that I knew very well. I was like, um, this is not going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. And I see these three uh, women that are walking towards me. They're obviously, you know, business women. This is, you know, back in the, the late 90s. So oh, yeah. it's they're all wearing sort of the standard female businesswoman uniform right. of the power suit, knee length, yeah. knee length black skirt with you know, tucked in white shirt and a black women's blazer with the white collars from their shirt laying out right. over the blazer, carrying and their shoulder sne- pads, sneakers more than likely. Yeah, yeah carrying yeah. their uh, carrying their briefcases right. and 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 all of that. And I stopped them and I said, "Ladies, I, I know you're probably going to think I'm crazy, uh, but we need to seek shelter right now. All of us. Um, there's a tornado coming." And as expected, they looked at me like I had like not taken my meds in weeks. Right, right. Uh, and then, um, you know those recycling trash cans, the mm-hmm. plastic ones? They're about, what, two and a half by two and a half feet, uh, have yeah. the wheels on foot. it. Yeah. Um, one of those flew by us horizontally at eye level. <laughs> uh, That'll and, get your attention And we quickly. all kind of watched it, and then I looked at them, and they looked at me, and then they looked at each other, and then mm-hmm. they looked at me, and they're like, yeah, he's not crazy. Let's go inside. Mm-hmm. And we all ran into the Channel 5 building. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a camera guy in there. Mm-hmm. And he was getting his camera set up. He was, he was you know, sort of bringing it up to start filming and hadn't, you know, clicked the, the start button yet, the record right, button. Right. And we run past him, and then the winds hit. I mean, it's like as soon as I broke the threshold of the doorway, right? the winds really picked up. And, I mean, I felt that I was... If I was running two miles an hour, all of a sudden I was running three quarters of a mile an hour because it was. I felt like I was kind of getting pulled backwards mm-hmm. a little bit. And your ears were probably starting. Oh, to my clog ears up. were popping. And it sounded like a yeah. machine gun. Yeah. And, yep. Been and, there, done uh, that. And uh, the layout inside, when you walk in, you have a, a, a front desk. You know, mm-hmm. where a greeter or secretary or someone right. can say, you know, hey, welcome to Channel Five. How can I help you? And if you go around either side of that desk, you basically run backstage, or back to, towards the back into, of their you house. You run into uh, the newsroom and the production yeah, area, exactly. And offices and that type. And of thing. that's where you see my boot going behind that partition. That's all you see is my boot in the in the course of running. Um, it was a it was a nasty tornado, and it um, um, they initially reported that as an EF four. Um, because it had done a, a lot of damage. Uh, Metro Downtown Nashville was shut down for three or four days because of falling glass, because of yeah. broken glass yeah. and other other you know materials and construction materials that were laying about. Which um, that is roads unusual. were completely impassable. That is unusual for a metropolitan area during the daytime. 
Oh, it was very, to have, very and now, unusual. And it's funny because there is there is video of I think it's Salt Lake City, which was only like maybe six, or maybe a year prior to that, where that was one of the first like, oh wow, this hit downtown. Salt Lake City. This it created is a big scare. It, it created did, a big you know? scare nationally. Um, you know, people were talking about you know, what are we going to do thought, if it hits our major right. city. And everybody thought that that the, the, the general, the thinking in me in the meteorological community was that it can't hit a, a metropolitan area like that because of all the asphalt and the con- you know all across it, it, the it, tall it buildings up, interrupting right. wind circulation and the heat from, actually you the know, tall like buildings kind of, do nothing but just create a giant a wind tunnel I know yeah. that's all but but the, the, the whole, a lot of it had to do with the temperatures yeah. it can't cool down fast enough to you know well and that, ironically here in Nashville mm-hmm. and I won't I'm not going to I'm not going to point fingers uh, a local meteorologist on a local news station. Just part of that said it never have to two worry or about three that. days. I know. Did, I that. did an expose on the news saying why tornadoes don't, don't hit, hit downtown, downtown Nashville. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you know there if, it goes. <laughs> if God if God were sarcastic, he said, Oh, yeah. oh really? <laughs> it's like thanks for speaking Hold my beer. <laughs> that into existence. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. Um but uh, yeah, it, you know, as as devastating as that tornado was, and believe me, was, that was reported a lot afterwards about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, uh, a lot of people. just a couple he, days prior, a lot of people uh, roasted got, him. He got mocked. Um, I think he left town, did he not? No, 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 he, no, 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 no. He only no. he retired yeah. uh, in the late twenty teens. Oh, um, yeah. that's right. I forgot about that. Um, but you know. Aside from that, now, you know, again, I'm not trying to make fun of the guy. Because, no, no, I mean, because honestly, it's one of those things. That, that's again, one of those things that there was no scientific proof one way or the other. There was no precedent, except for that Salt Lake City. And again, you're talking about it's fairly flat. It's you know that kind of stuff. Sure, you know, yeah. You know, that's something that not that quite as big of a city. People you know? don't realize we have some amazing science when it uh, meteorological science when it comes to predicting uh, within a, a certain shorter time frame mm-hmm. predicting tornadoes a, a pretty decent understanding of how they work but the science is absolutely not settled in it we still no. don't know why they start to begin with it's i mean we have some good ideas right. of the conditions that need to be met in order for one to happen but they're they're still sort of a mystery well it's on that back in it was in 97 it was in january of 97 and i remember this because uh, I was dating a girl at the time, and she was working at a restaurant near a mall. Near, I'm not gonna get into all, of it, but it was, was you know, in Rivergate. Yeah, or? it was the Olive Garden. Uh, like, the ones that and and it, it was it was one of those things. Tore up Gallatin Road. Yeah, it hit I right there. It was so weird because it was one of those things that it was January. It was a little warmer than normal. You know, because we have some weird weather here. You know, it's not unusual for it to be a warm January. Yeah, to be seventy in the middle of January. You know, I mean, it's happened this year. Yeah, exactly. But this was one of those. You know, it wasn't quite that warm. But you know, it was at nighttime. Was and I was out with a friend of mine. We had gone to get something to eat. She was working, and we were driving by on the way back home. And it was we were driving by, and it was literally one of those things. I almost said, "Hey, why don't we stop in to say hi?" But they were busy. It was a Saturday night. You know, they, they were busy. It was like, all right, we won't, we won't go do that. Yeah. It takes roughly 10 minutes to get from there to here. Yeah. To, to, to my house. And literally it was, we walked in the door and well, television was on and we're sitting there and all of a sudden 
within just a couple of minutes, there's, you know, you know, you know, breaking news, you know, and they go live, you know, to to the the studio. Yeah. And they're saying that, you know, we have reports of tornado down in, in Rivergate area. And it's one of those things. I remember Chris and I both looking at each other like we were just there 10 minutes ago. Yeah. There was no rain. There was no, there was nothing like that. There was nothing indicating that this might happen. You know, like we, we weren't having storms. We weren't you know, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it literally touched down in that parking lot, hit the, hit, she was working at Olive Garden, it hit the the next building over, which I think was Logan's or something like that. No, I think it was Chi Chi's at the time, wasn't it? That was back the other way. But yeah, I think it might have got, it got several buildings over yeah. there. And then, and then it was one of those weird things of like, it literally was on the ground for like two minutes. Yeah. And it did the damage there, you know, did a couple things, picked up and it was gone. Well, you and, know, that's that's the funny thing about this area, and, and it's something that people, they don't consider. We actually have, in Middle Tennessee, we have two tornado seasons. Yeah. And that's kind of... Uh, I know, I did Again, some, that's sort of a, a an anomaly in itself. It's, right. It's kind of crazy. I did some research on this a while back. This, is, this may have changed in, in the, the years since this, because I remember just out of curiosity one time looking up, Looking up what the uh, <laughs> uh, turnabout is fair play. Yeah, yes, sir, it is. Is. Now all the, the people spoons, aren't seeing this. I know all the spoons have now been licked yeah, there by you everybody. Go. I have not licked any spoons. Thank you very much. Sir. Yeah, I got uh, I got anyway, for you. but it, I remember, I remember look, you know, out of curiosity, like you know, what's the most common time of year for a tornado to, to occur in Tennessee? And at the time, and this has been several years back, it was November. Yep. There that's were, there our, were, that's there the were, beginning of our second tornado yeah. season. And I remember when I was in high school, there was a tornado south of here in Williamson County right right before Christmas. Like it was like the it was like the twenty third of December or something like that, you know, and a couple people were killed and that kind of stuff. Which you don't think about that kind of stuff in December having to worry about having to worry about that kind of weather but we've seen it plenty of times in november and december and january you know oh yeah and then of course you know we've had three since we've been alive three different times where basically it's the super tuesday thing you know we had the one in 74 we had the one in 08 yep that hit and then we just just this one you know, um, less than two weeks ago. So, so not to make you feel bad about living in Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, with meteorological history. Right. Okay. So we're going back to the early 1800s here. What we know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the things we know, the things that, you know, people decided, Been hey, recorded. maybe we should start right. documenting these things. We have literally had at least one tornado in every county in the state of Tennessee every month. There's 95 counties in Tennessee. So every single so month. every county every month has had at least one tornado in it between right. 1811 and 2020. It's, I remember the one that's going to happen. The one that shocked me, and this is again going back probably late 90s, is that there was a tornado that touched down in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're familiar with Gatlinburg, Tennessee, it sits in the in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, it's yeah. on the side of the well, on the side of the mountain. Smokies. It's a great Smoky Mountains, which is part of the Appalachian. Yeah. It's part of that the chain, the Appalachian chain. And it's one of those things is like tornadoes aren't supposed to touch down on mountains. <laughs> like it's like Well, I mean, uh, another You don't example, think about it anyway, you the know. Largest, the largest the uh, largest the actual uh largest tornadic outbreak mm-hmm. 
uh, in meteorological history actually occurred in 2011. Okay. Most people don't know the storm, like right. the entire storm. But uh, to give you a, a good reference point, this is when uh, we had uh, EF4, EF5 tornadoes hit Tuscaloosa, Alabama, yes. Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. I do remember that. Because, um, that, again, that spectacular was, footage of yes. the news cameras showing it going through downtown Tuscaloosa. Yeah, you can, you you know, can, yeah, you can go yeah. get on YouTube and hold and me to roll tide. <laughs> yeah, they'll have well, they'll literally have hours and hours of footage on one YouTube. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like adding up different YouTube videos. No, no it's just one video. Yeah. It's like eight hours of watching these tornadoes right. rip through the south. Right. And um, so those occurred uh, April twenty seventh. Uh, I'm sorry, April 29th, uh, or 27th through the 29th, really, of um, 2011. 2011. This is right, literally like three weeks after I started working in emergency management. I'm training, you know. (laughs) And this is happening, And And then my my training on that day, I I walked into the office, I said, guys, it's going to be a rough day. And and they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know if you've watched the weather, but I have. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, when when everything started going south, they said, "Here's a phone. When it rings, answer it. Good luck." Mm-hmm. That was the extent of my training on on those. <laughs> Talk days. about on the job training. It's yeah, yeah, there you go. On the job training, curve, baptism right? by fire. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, before that, I I've worked you know worked in law enforcement. I'd worked. Uh, I was in the United States Army, mm-hmm. uh, so dealing with pressure in those senses when when there's a life safety issue was not something that was foreign to me so you know i kept my head together i learned a lot um uh, tennessee lost 43 souls through the course of those storms Mm -hmm. um uh, primarily in east tennessee and we watched some of those tornadoes not just kind of land on the mountain or go up in the mountains in east tennessee in the smokies right but even uh, before you get to the mountains, you know, when you're starting to leave Middle Tennessee, you go up into the Tennessee Plateau region. Right. Uh, that's like Trousdale County, things like that. We actually um, uh, saw some reports of a tornado that went up the plateau Jeez. to the plateau. That just, yeah. And you and cannot predict Mother know, Nature, know, and it's going to act know, all I kinds know, of weird. And it was, it was that that particular tornado uh, caused one fatality uh, right at the top of the plateau. There was uh, um, an older house that was sitting on a, a plot of land that, uh, very short distance away, that plot of land had uh, effectively a cliff. Okay. Um, there was a single occupant in the home, uh, a single female occupant in the home, and it literally sucked her out of the house, threw her on the ground, picked the house up after that, right? then threw her down the cliff, basically, and then threw the house down on top of her. And, uh, but there was another house that was 30 yards away and there wasn't a leaf out of place right. on a tree, and and you know it's it's so you know again we don't understand why that happens. Right. That and that goes to you know we had a tornado in two thousand six, 
uh, northeast of Nashville, went through Hendersonville. But this is in Sumner County, which is just adjacent. It's, it's northeast <clears throat> of, of Davidson County. Adjacent and across to, the lake. Yeah, and across the lake. Went through Hendersonville or, or, and, and, and Gallatin. And it touched down. There's a community college, Volunteer State Community College. It touched down on the campus there, mm-hmm. crossed a state highway, and there was a what they call an auto mall at several dealerships that are all there. Yep. Destroyed that. And then went into the neighborhood right next to it, which at the time, my friend Rob lived in that neighborhood. Oh. And so myself and another friend were like, Rob had taken off. We were all working together at the time in Hendersonville. And that was one of those where we were standing, we were working at a car lot and we were standing on the back lot and there, it had already touched down in, in Gullitsville, like, um, you know, a short, not that far from us. And we were standing out there and we were watching this green cloud several miles away from us, but you could see it. And I remember sitting there going, there's something bad in that there. That is, yeah. I mean, that is, you know, and it was one of those eerie, like it was calm. There were, you know, there was no wind, there was yeah. no rain. It was all overcast. The it birds was stopped bit, yeah. chirping. Yeah. And it was one of those like, man. And shortly after that, again, on the television, cause we had a TV on it in, in the dealership in the, in the showroom. And they were like, See, yeah, it went that- through this blah, blah, blah. So, my, my friend Brody and I, you know, after Rob had taken off because he was like, I live right there, you know. And so he took off yeah. to, to go figure out. About 45 minutes later, he calls. He's like, hey, I'm up here. The house is fine. There's damage, but the neighborhood is torn to pieces. So Brody and I are like, now, oh, damn it. You know, we, we got to go. You know, yeah, we got to go. You got to help. Jumped in a car, tried to get there. Of course, you know, they've got the roads blocked off. And, of course, there's people who are trying to get home. This is a major like I said, it's, it's a major, major thoroughfare. thoroughfare. Uh, we Five finally, lane highway. Yeah, we finally got within a couple of miles and just pulled over on the side of the road and yeah, got there's out. Nothing and walked, you can do, you know, and just walked and just like, okay, fine. And we walked over there, and that's the whole thing. Rob's house had some damage to, like, there was a there was a uh, privacy fence on the back of the house that was ripped completely up. Yeah. Um, there was a couple windows that were broken on the back of the house. There was some. Um, uh, had some vinyl siding ripped off the side of it, but that was it. Yeah. House, Assume, cosmetic damage. House directly across the street was, was almost non, non-existent. There was only like maybe a, a quarter of it that was still standing, you yeah. know, type of. And it was like that all throughout that neighborhood of these three houses are fine. Are, are, look fine. You know, they've got some cosmetic damage, no big thing. The house right behind this is just leveled. Like yeah. literally the, 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 Roof. It's not even sitting a pile. on top it's, of a pile of, of, yeah. of what's left of the house. See, you know? that, so, that was surreal for me, too, mm-hmm. because you were talking about Volunteer State, mm-hmm. where yeah. you touched down at. Right. And Dave and I both, at, oh, actually, all three of us went, went to there. school yeah. there. Yeah. Um, at that point, I had graduated from there and gone on to Western Kentucky. Right. And that storm cell wasn't through Gallatin and all that. wasn't the only one that was going through. We were having the same issues in Bowling like Green. Bowling Green, Because yeah. I was at Western Kentucky University. Mm-hmm. And... I lived on the third floor of an apartment complex. And not, not a good place. No. <laughs> so I left my apartment, and around the corner there was a McDonald's uh-huh. that I went and bought dinner and sat in at McDonald's. So that way if there was a tornado come through the area, I could at least get in the freezer with them. And I'm sitting there watching the TV and watching the helicopter fly over. Mm-hmm. Showing pictures of the roof tore off of the radio station yeah. at the college, yeah, yeah, where yeah. I would have been at, right, covering the news right. and helping and trying to get the stuff out. Again, luckily they 
got plenty of warning. This is coming yeah. your way. Get to you know they had some significant damage on you know they had to they had to go in and you know got the radio got the yeah they they moved, they wound up moving the radio station to another building because of yeah. it and and some dust but, but no one was hurt no nope. one you know no loss of life there there was some in other neighborhoods but it was, it, again it hit during the day yeah. so there weren't as many people home um, that uh, <laughs> you were talking about being on the third floor um, yeah. Again, back in the 90s when we were having, you know, we had a couple of things or whatever. <laughs> and you guys know because it used to be a thing whenever we'd throw parties here that we'd go up on the roof. You know, oh, like, you yeah. know, it, you, usually, you know, enough that kind of stuff. Well, I was up on the roof. There was tornado warnings out. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking for tornadoes. <laughs> that does you know, not surprise me. You know, one, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, the other the other thing is, is my, my first mental image is Lieutenant Dan on the, the yeah. on the uh, on, on the mast, on of, the the mast of the ship, yeah. Yeah. screaming at the storm. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, here I am at, at Western Kentucky finishing out my broadcasting degree sitting there watching the roof of my radio station that I would have been at right, broadcasting right. weather um, tore off and, and looking inside at the control room where I would have been mm-hmm. had I been that's, there still. That gives you a moment of pause, doesn't it? Really it really does. Yeah, you know, you're it, like, it's, that, that I have could no, have been me. I have no doubt in my mind that I would have run to the radio station and been like, okay, what can I do to help? Yeah, How can I yeah. help cover this well, you and know, get the and, news and out? And there was also, you know, volunteer state, recovered nicely from that you know they came they in there was there was talk of they may have to tear down that building which had been there forever Decades. you know and it was one of those things that, what was it 70 that they built it somewhere early 70s instantly yeah. and so it was one of those things they wound up not it didn't have the structural damage they thought it did but they did wind up restructuring where some stuff yeah you know was placed they, after that they took the radio station off the second floor of the building right they put, and they put it over on the first floor in another building they put <laughs> it on a, a, a building that was completely ground level right exactly yeah, wise so. uh, but you know big dave you, you you touched on something and alan you did too and and it, it's uh, part of two points that i want to bring up and and it's um and it references not only just you know that tornado that Im- impacted the radio station at ball state <laughs> but uh Every tornado that has impacted anywhere in Tennessee right. is, uh, and you know, we were talking about this offline uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you made the comment, you know, nobody does this like Tennessee does, right? Right. And 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 that's not, you know, I'm not talking about just you know some government organization or an emergency management organization. No. Although I think we have some of the best in the country, mm-hmm. um, uh, if not the world. But the people of Tennessee, there's a, are very unique, um, and you know, it, and even the people that sort of like the those you know, damn carpetbaggers that yeah, move yeah, in from I New know. York, they become that exactly. Uh, exactly. It's something that that to a degree, at least, you it, know, it is. I mean, it, it's that. anytime we have something like this happen, there's some major disaster. I have never seen a group of people mobilize. come together and mobilize, and, and it doesn't matter what your race is it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what your gender preference is it doesn't matter what your political affiliation your religion is. it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter anything, anything whatsoever people it, in tennessee come it, together it reduces and help everybody each other. back to simply 
human. Right. We're all in this together. And, and you know, Absolutely. that's that goes back to you and know, I'd, our I'd state. Like to point out that Kentucky does that pretty well. Too. Oh yeah, yeah no, yeah. And, and that's that's where I'm from, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna no no no. represent. You see <laughs> it. You see it in a lot. It's like, talking about like you know with the the Tuscaloosa and 2011. Yeah. yeah. That community rallied like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Bama yeah, I mean, did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it was just one, it's kind of one of those things when you're when you, when all of a sudden you're faced with imminent death. All of a sudden, it's, it's everything destruction, becomes, everything, yeah. and everything that, is, is absolutely equal. And, and that has been the, you know, in 06, I remember, because like I said, that was in, we were in Gallatin. I was there the entire week, because that happened on a Friday. We were there all weekend trying to help Rob. And, and um, he knew a lot of people in the neighborhood, and we knew them through him, you know, yeah. type stuff. So we're kind of trying to like, hey, what, you know, what do you need? You know, and it wasn't just us. There was tons and tons of people. Absolutely. But it was one of those things where you, you start walking around the neighborhoods and you're talking to people. And you're like, oh, yeah, you live here. And then you just from random people like, hey, you know, what are you doing? I met a couple that were from Franklin, which is about 45 minutes, an hour south of south. Nashville, which means that they're they're traveling an hour and a half to get to Gallatin. <laughs> Who were there? Which is which is realistically because of the obstructions in the road, it's longer a three than that. hour, yeah. four hour, yeah. and, and it's one of those things. They're like, oh, you, you know, you get friends or family up here. And they're like, no, we saw it on the news, and we just wanted to come help. And and, and, that's, and I've honestly, figured it out. Yeah, it's, it's gotten better even from them. Yeah, well, because even in with 2010, this last one, with this last, you know, this this one that happened two weeks ago, or almost two weeks ago now, you know, they they were talking about having too many volunteers. <clears throat> Yeah, they yeah, were you know, encouraging. They, people were, they, to stay. they were they were asking for it. They were asking. They legitimately were asking well, for over over the the whole thing. We're asking for twenty thousand people, and they wind up getting about thirty five thousand. Here's yeah. and here's and what so happens in in two thousand ten. We had that flood, right? And every major news source ignored, ignored it. it. I know they left us to our own devices. Well, they got there it was wrong. reasons for it though, and I, I'm not excusing it, but. The same week. Here's the thing: if you're listening to this and you don't know about the 2010 flood here in Nashville, yeah. go first off, go and look it up. Just go look at pictures of it, and you will be amazed at like what, yeah. why have I not heard about this? Two reasons: one is that right before that was when that oil rig blew up in the yeah. in the Gulf, the, and everybody the yeah. the Deep Star Deep Star Horizon yeah. or whatever or yeah, deep, was it whatever. BP oil. Yeah, that 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 thing happened, yeah. and then on that Saturday. Because that's when the, the storm started here. It was a Saturday, no, it Sunday. it started thing. on a Friday. Well, but it really, Saturday and, and Sunday Saturday was Saturday is when it hit. But on that Saturday. I was Saturday, working um, in Green Hills at right. a college over in Green Hills working an event. And I looked at the coordinator. I was like, you need to send people home right now. Right. Because 24 is flooded. Yeah, you I know. That was, and that was crazy. But the other thing is that that Saturday, some idiot tried to set off a homemade bomb in Times Square. Yeah. That's right. So both of those things happened, and so the national media was just it created yeah. a uh, it created a bit of a news vacuum, and then all of a sudden, and it was one of those things that no one knew what was going on here well, for a couple of days. No one, no but one. But I will say this, I will say this. Anderson Cooper came to town. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this okay. because I'm still <laughs> angry about this. All right, this. hold up. But Anderson Cooper came to town, and he stood there talking to. Not just on CNN, but talking to the local media, you know, and all that stuff, and basically apologized for the national media and said, "I am. We should have been here covering this. This is unexcusable." Yeah, you know. Now, now, now I'm going to get into this. Okay. Because one, we weren't getting covered. No. We weren't getting help. It took Kenny Chesney of all people, mm-hmm. who had a place over on the Cumberland River, kind of 
between Ashland City and Nashville right. to rent a helicopter and grab one of his on-tour camera guys to fly over his place and take video footage. To get to the national news And media. then he yep. called up Anderson Cooper, sent him the footage, and basically cussed him out on the air. And by the time Anderson Cooper got here, and by the time the Red... Oh, it by was, the, it by was the time, days afterwards. I mean, yeah, By the time you know, the Red Cross and all the people who right. were supposed to come in on a, something like that got here... We'd already taken care of it ourselves. We'd already jumped in. We'd helped our own neighbors. Right. Yep. And when Anderson Cooper, one of the best things I saw, when Anderson Cooper showed up and he tried to talk to a guy, you know, trying to work, the guy looked at him and said, you're too late. Take your butt home. We don't we need this. you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and since then, if an event happens, Tennesseans just jump in and start handling it because we know we can't count well, on but, anybody else but we in the did country that, to help. But we did that before. We've done yeah, that for. We've done that before. again. But it goes back. But goes it's back gotten better to, since then. It's goes back better to since then. what's what's our state motto? Yeah, we're the, the volunteer volunteers. State. Yeah. I mean that we're the volunteer state. That goes back to the you know the Civil War basically. You know, it was an all volunteer army. Yeah, you know that and so, well those volunteers and, also had Kentucky rifles. Well, in their I, hands. yeah. That's a, now, I, I know you got a rep for Kentucky, so it's no. <laughs> no, I and again, will say like this. I said, you see that though, but you know, it's yeah. like just like the the Oklahoma tornadoes a few years back. You know, yeah. you saw all of a sudden the people who could yeah. help did. Yeah, you know, that, that weren't trying to you know weren't trying you're, to dig you're out themselves. About, you're you know? talking now, about the more Oklahoma tornado, yes, where yes. it's more is a now a, Cajun Navy a, came up and helped. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah they showed the up. More Oklahoma numbers. was was almost completely destroyed mm-hmm. uh, by an EF five tornado. Yeah. More Oklahoma is just a little bit south of Oklahoma City. And that's the same thing with like talking you about know, the, one of the Navy when when Katrina happened. Oh yeah, like, Katrina. They came out in force when, when the one I in mean, Houston it, happened. Yeah, what was one same in Houston? Thing. Yeah, Cajun, same thing. Cajun Navy shows up. Yeah, the, ma- the major representative from outside of Oklahoma that was present for that Tennessee. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things that we did in emergency management. Is uh, for example, uh, you know, not too terribly long ago, we've had some fires and uh, uh, wildfires in like Anaheim, California, right. and things like that. Right. Tennessee, bad fires. Yes, Tennessee fires. sends uh, a, a vast number of fire services mm-hmm. to assist in fire uh, fire suppression across the country. Mm-hmm. Tennessee sends. Um, they send uh, linemen. When yeah, they got they, power lines they down, they send all linemen. Over the place. You know, NES and some other power companies, yeah. Cumberland Electric and and, and mm-hmm. the like, will uh, go out we'll, and we'll send first responders to other we'll states. We we'll send first responders. We've sent people to Haiti uh, after the earthquakes. Right. Tennessee have, sends people everywhere. I, I, I to personally help know anything. Pe- I personally know people who were boots on the ground. Like, yeah, citizens. Who were yeah. boots on the ground in Haiti when uh, that, actually, that earthquake uh, happened? My wife has family that are still boots on the ground yeah. in Haiti every year, and that's been ten years. Every year you know, they since go that down happened. There. You think about that? Um, it's been ten years since that, that, that the, earthquake. The tsunami that happened. Uh, oh yeah, in wife, Thailand and all my the, yeah. wife had a fam- uh, had a family member that was on a navy boat that was yeah. down there helping doing medical. You know. All that you know, all this talk about you know the volunteer state and mm-hmm. and you know what kind of sets Tennesseans apart. Screw you, Anderson Cooper. And, Screw you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what sets us apart in terms of emergency management and and volunteer work and and uh, things like that? It it's taken me years mm-hmm. to figure it out, and I have. I know why we are sort of a cut above the rest, even Kentucky, but barely. Kentucky's a very close second. <laughs> Calm your tits. I'll fight you. It's simply this. One word. Hmm? Casseroles. 
<laughs> Dude, we I don't cook care. Hey, well, we, cook you. Hey, I don't care <laughs> what true. happens. We could have a volcano we, we pop have... up in the middle of downtown Nashville, and there will be ninety casseroles made per household. Right, it's, it's hey, yes, just true. what we that's do. Here, here's what I loved about this latest this latest tornado, and I saw this. There's a group that goes around to areas like this. It's had a problem Mm -hmm. and they roll in with all their smokers and they just make barbecue and feed people yeah yeah yeah, absolutely i forget what the name of the organization was you know tide tide has that um yeah the washing machine mobile washing which is wonderful yeah Yeah. of that where they roll into all which they showed up thanks tide they did tide's awesome anderson cooper sucks (laughs) let it go it was 10 years ago anderson cooper can eat some tide pods if he but you know it's one of those things that (laughs) we've seen you know we see like I said, it, it's, yeah. we're not just here to like pump up. Oh, Tennessee is so great. You know, we have our problems like everybody else does. Um, and like I said, we we've mentioned quite a few. Oh yeah, uh, different you know disasters. different different where people have you know Katrina to the more you know yeah. the tornadoes at different places like that where it's like yeah that's it's awesome. Sometimes, sometimes it's so easy to to focus on the negativity in society. But when something like this happens, it does go back to that halt. Hey, we're all humans. We're all Americans. We're Puts all, it you know, it doesn't matter. Any of that other crap. Yep. We, we come together. We make sure people are okay. And that's wonderful. Uh, okay. And then once everybody's rebuilt and everybody's okay, then we go back to fighting. With exactly. Each other. You know, that's it's right. Because <laughs> that's what we do by God. That's what, that's what family does. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nobody beats up on family except family. Except family. Exactly. And if you come after the family, then we're coming after yeah, you. Exactly. So. I, uh, <laughs> you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, regardless of what kind of disaster it is, um, uh, in terms of, of, of weather-related mm-hmm. type disasters. Um, I can't stress enough, uh, you know, we have, we have this federal organization. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, it's called the National Weather Service. Right. And they, you know, they are the front runners on the science involved in, in you know, understanding these types of storms or, or, or uh, hopefully in the future being able to predict them way in advance. Uh, where everybody has enough opportunity to get to a safe place. Um, right now, what we have, which is pretty darn good, uh, and it's certainly the best thing we've ever had, um, is you know we have these weather warnings. We have weather alerts. There are tons of different apps you can get on your phone. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. You know you can get them from the National Weather Service. Mm-hmm. There are some other independent. There's, local, there's a lot of local. Uh, there's a lot of local apps yeah. and things like that. And these things will broadcast those warnings. They'll put an alert out on your phone. Um, be responsible. Get you know, a weather you, radio. Yeah, get a yeah. weather radio. If you if you care about yourself, which yeah, I, I don't know anybody that doesn't care about <laughs> themselves, uh, but you know, if there's people that you love and hold dear to you, uh, friends, family, uh, spouse, children, uh, get these things right. and pay attention right. to them. Actually, you know, don't treat this like an exercise machine, which ninety percent of us is going to go by, and then it, uh, we'll it, use it, it for two weeks, a, and it becomes we a, use it for two weeks, and it becomes a clothes hanger. Right, right. Uh, you know, get this stuff and use it because it it is literally and truly the difference between life and death. It's it's inexpensive, 
And it's a worthy investment for mm-hmm. a long life. And, you know, something that, that you know, you, don't you be desensitized on. just because we have, you know, 40 right. tornado right. warnings in a storm and it never drops a tornado. Because it doesn't it mean just takes that the it, one. it just takes it the one, mm-hmm. you know. You know, something that, you know, you, you mentioned at the top of this was, you know, when the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> you know, now, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing it here locally, as, you know, as well as everywhere, people kind of panicking, you know, going out. Well, here's the thing. It's not bad to keep food like non-perishable food at your house because coronavirus aside, again, we just went through, uh, you know, a natural disaster. It's good to have that kind of preparation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because of, you just never know. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to be some crazy prepper. You don't have to like stockpile, you know, ammunition and guns and all that. When it's good to have, you know, wherever you fall on the political spectrum on that. But it's still one of those things, especially food and water is something essential FEMA, that you have to have. So, so. FEMA, the Federal mm-hmm. Emergency Management right. uh, Administration, they recommend that if you're in an area uh, that, that is impacted greatly by some kind of disaster, you know, a massive tornado, mm-hmm. uh, floods, flood, earthquakes, yeah. you know, all of it. Blizzards, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. They recommend that you have a minimum three-day supply of food uh, and water for mm-hmm. each person that's that's in your area. So yep. if you live in a house of four, then you need to have, uh, you know, three-day supply of food and water for each person. Uh, you know, that's a very generic kind of statement. I right. recommend five days. The reason they say three days is because FEMA recommends or advises that it can take them up to 72 hours to mobilize, like, from their front door to actually literally right. at your front right, door. Right. Uh, I say five days because when they get there in that seventy-two hours, they gotta have time to set up. They, well, it's not it even just the setup; it's the masses that are coming in immediately, going, "Help me! Help me! Help, help me! me. Right. I had three days, and now I'm out." Right. If you've got two days left uh, after that, it takes some relief off of them. It takes some relief thing. off of yeah. them. Call me paranoid. I would say seven. Well, yeah. I'm, it's, I mean, it, I'm talking minimum. You can't be over prepared so. on something I'm, like that. I, I tend to over prepare. I would go with seven. Oh sure. And I mean, there's. And I've got two weeks worth sitting in my house right now. It's it's. And there's. Yeah, but you're kind co- of a crazy prepper. So. I am. <laughs> I'm not as prepared as I should be. But there's there's one of those companies we that have, does. We the, have Corey, who's crazy prepper. We have Dave, who's like pretty prepared. And I'm like, I'm just gonna go looting afterwards. It's so, like, <laughs> to clarify, I am crazy prepper, but I am taking my meds. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> but you know, I there's one of those companies that does the freeze dried. Yeah. You know, yes. Food yeah, servings yeah. in a bucket, and hmm. I'm, is it Jim Baker? No. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, a, I do. Yeah. No, it's it's. I won't plug the company. Yeah, I know there there are, but there, there are company that. It's, but it's a company it's, that you can go right. into if if Academy has them. You can right. go into Academy right. and pick up a bucket for like seventy five bucks, right. and it'll cover you for like forty eight hours. Right. Yeah. And and there there are some things like that where you can you can buy up to two weeks worth of that type of stuff. For oh yeah, about for 70, a whole lot of money. Well, yeah. no, like eighty five eighty five ninety bucks or the, something like that. Yeah, if you want MREs and yeah, don't want to poop for yeah, three weeks. Well, you know. well, not pooping in an in an emergency is actually kind of helpful. It actually <laughs> is. Well, <laughs> right now with the shortage of toilet, <laughs> toilet paper, paper. toilet yeah. paper, but also just you may not have running water. You know, that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Unless you want to go out and dig a, dig a latrine. Well, that's and why you have that's why you've got a filter system, and maybe oh, you go right. get an old uh, and you know, an old I pressure did, cooker so you can distill your own water. I have I have my my dad got it for me years several years back, but it is one of those things that like 
where you basically it's a filter that they use that they use around the world. Yeah, you, you can use it's it to light, drink directly from right, like a light yeah. straw. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, and that type. You know, and it's one of those things. It's supposed to do like several thousand gallons of water. You know, yeah. it's type thing. You know, it's one of those things. Like, all right, this could work for a while. And yeah, that's something you can just run into REI and absolutely, pick up. You absolutely, you probably run into Academy and pick it up. Mm-hmm. So. You know, let's go ahead and say you know the seven day. We'll meet in the middle and, yeah. and, and go with what Dave was talking about. It, it's not just seven days of food and water. It's seven days of the things that you essentially need to survive. Right. Yeah. So if you have a baby, you gotta have diapers. You need to have seven right. days worth of diapers. You need to have yep. seven days worth of formula. formula. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need to have you know seven days worth of baby powder or mm-hmm. you know you know all the things if that you're you on need feminine for the baby. hygiene, feminine hygiene. If you're on some kind of medication, seven days worth of medication. Exactly. Um, uh, you know, I, I take blood pressure meds, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I've already got my seven days prepped out. Right. Uh, make sure you recycle that stuff as yeah. you go through. First Some in, of those medications don't live, right. uh, you know, live sitting time. in the bottle mm-hmm. past a certain time. So, yeah. uh, you know, make sure you have those things. Not only are you doing the most important thing, which is helping yourself and those that you care about. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of have to operate on that principle of if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Exactly. But you're also assisting the community as a whole because when FEMA or whichever emergency management agency does arrive finally to be able to provide the long-term assistance that you need, you're, you're not inundating them at the very beginning. Um, you know, you have to kind of look at it from their perspective that, you know, it's, it's if almost nobody's, a stress relief. If nobody's prepared, they're looking at literally a tsunami of people coming at them saying, give me, give me, give me. And I get that, and I understand that, because if you're in need, you're in need. Right. But help yourself, because not only are you helping you when you do that, you're helping the community at Absolutely. large. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so people should know if, if take care of your neighbors, get even that, if you don't like them. Yeah. That's <laughs> if things get that bad, there's going to be some out of season hunting going on. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you you know make sure you can not only take care of your your own, but make sure you can protect your own too. Yeah. So That's anything else? That I know we're kind of yeah. Well, I understand that because if you say something, yeah, like, if, everybody's if you, concerned if you say about that, liability. And then, and well, it's not only that, but it's also there's going to be somebody who takes that the wrong way. Oh, of course. And then all of a sudden you're in a oh somebody all of a sudden is is feeding into their uh, their Mad Max and zombie apocalypse fantasies and it's <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and folks take your medication please yes please that's why Believe you need me, to have seven days of that too and it's, that's the whole thing because you know the medication that I'm on I would not want to be off of for seven days because there are side effects of getting off of mm-hmm. it like that from physical side effects as well as mental side if effects. It's any consolation, I don't want you to be off of those meds for seven days. No one wants me to be off my medication. And honestly, we've already talked that if something like that happens, we're coming down, we're getting you, we're going to duct tape you up and carry you somewhere where we can sequester you until we can get you back. I can just see see Madison getting hit by like an EF3, EF4 tornado, (laughs) and it's it's taking an unusually long time for, uh, you know, emergency response to come into the Mm -hmm. area. Alan was impacted. He's without his meds. Other people are, you know, staying at their homes or what's left of their homes. And yeah. FEMA's come in and they're delivering food and water. And they pull and he, up to him and he's, and he, and he's, and he's <laughs> duct taped to the front tree, including his mouth. Well, here's the thing. And, if, if, if we can't get to him, when they pull up, 
he's got to be painted up and dressed like the character from God of War. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Kratos. Kratos? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. he's going to be painted up and dressed like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, and there might be some of that, too, you know, that, because might, that's it happened. Might, it might be half and half. Well, we're not going to talk about his past band experiences. Well, you know. So here's the thing, though. If you dress crazy, people think you're crazy and they leave you alone. So. And in an emergency, that's not what you want. So that, that, that'll get you tased. Yeah, well, anyway, so, so. I, I then again, one, you might enjoy that. So I have one last PSA sure uh, for this because we we spent a lot of time, probably the bulk of the time, Absolutely. talking about tornadoes. Absolutely. Um, uh, there is always, I think, from the from the invention of of, of these two phrases, uh, been a great deal of confusion between what is a tornado watch. And yes. what is a tornado yes. warning? And so there's I'm some sorry. confusion about I, I'm gonna what make to a, prepare for. I'm going to make fun of this a little bit because to me, maybe this is just me, it seems a little self-explanatory. There's a tornado watch. We're watching for a tornado. Yes. There's a tornado warning. There's a tornado warning. We are warning you that there's, there's a, tornado a tornado on the ground. The ground. And, and that's a real simple way to remember it. Yeah. Um, you know, or a tornado watch. Be prepared. Right. The conditions tornado are right warning for this could happen. Tornado warning. Take action. Right. You know, take um, cover right now. Um, but the 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 National Weather Service definition of a tornado watch is here we go. Tornadoes are possible in and near the watch area. Review and discuss your emergency plans and check supplies and safe room. Be ready to act quickly if a warning is issued or you suspect a tornado is approaching. Acting early helps save lives. Watches are issued by the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. for counties where tornadoes may occur. The watch area is typically large, covering numerous counties or even entire states. That is a tornado watch. Be prepared. Be ready. The conditions are are possible that there may be a tornado. Right. A tornado warning. A tornado has been sighted or indicated by weather radar. There is an imminent danger to life and property. Move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you're in a mobile home, a vehicle, or outdoors, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. Warnings are issued by your local forecast office. So in Tennessee, that's going to be the National Weather Service in Nashville. Mm Warnings typically encompass a much smaller area around the size of a city or a small county uh, that may be impacted by a tornado identified by a forecaster on radar or by by a trained weather spotter, law enforcement uh, agency, or other first responder who is watching the storm. Mm -hmm. There's one more. It's not covered uh, here. I was using the magic witch box for that because I wanted to make sure I got it right. There is a, a stronger designator than tornado warning, and it's called a tornado emergency. That means it's on the ground and it's heading towards a location. Right. And that tornado emergency is issued for the people in the path of that location right. and right. that location itself. That so is, that's the one you don't want to see pop up on your phone. Yeah, or, or that, is, yeah. Oh, yeah. that is that is because it's usually too not, late at that point. Right. That is not just seek shelter. That's I mean you know I'm I'm not saying this as a representative of the National Weather Service, but that's seek shelter and start praying. Right. Um, well, you know something you see and all that talking about like you know if you're in a a, a vehicle, you know and and the issue the the warning is issued, that's changed a lot since we were kids. 
Yeah. Remember what they used to say? If oh, yeah. you're in a vehicle, get, under, get, get, get out of the vehicle an, and get go up, under an overpass, or, a bridge or, or an overpass. Or in a, a low-lying ditch or something. Yeah. Like I'm like, wait yeah, a second. Doesn't work. <laughs> you want to get out of a two-ton vehicle. You know, that's I understand the glass. They still want you to get out of the vehicle. Yeah, but it's still one of those things like, and you want me to just go and lay in the open <laughs> with yeah. debris well, flying everywhere. And, that, and get underneath a bridge. It, that's, that's a big that's wind a, tunnel. Wind tunnel. I know. Yeah, so it's it, like I crossing know. the streams. I know. I mean, it's you a, just don't do it. But that that is something that we've seen change in 40 plus years, you know, uh, for us, you know, because that was a big thing. They used to always emphasize that. If you're in a vehicle, get out. Yeah, you know, and, and you still and, should, but you yeah. need to find a, the way they worded a substantial structure, right? And then once you're in that structure, uh, lowest, the, yeah. the lowest level, uh, most interior, most interior room in that right. structure. And, and to somebody who's moved around and had to travel a lot, fast food restaurants usually have a huge freezer, and a lot of times uh, it'll be underground. Um, banks, banks have a safe. Right. Gas stations have a beer cooler. Right. You know, all of those have extra structural around them. And usually, you're talking about like fast food restaurants. Usually, one of the bathrooms is in, is actually completely inside. Yeah. yeah sometimes, but you can't but pack not a lot always. of people in well, those. Yeah, those I know. And I found in a lot of re- fast food restaurants, they're on an outside wall. Yeah. Because you get well, that's what usually like most McDonald's. Yeah. One like one bathroom will be on that outside wall, but the other one will be in. Like actually, the other side if, of the wall would be the kitchen. Right, exactly. It, you know, your better choice though is to try to get into the freezer. Get into yeah, the freezer. So, so. Freezer, There's, beer cooler, you know, you know that type of if thing. If you have, if you have a um, a basement, that's wonderful. Yeah, you know that's uh, my 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 basement in my house is partially underground. Right, so. Because uh, we live on a slight hill, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic right. place to be. And that's what I have. My my next house is going to have a basement for a couple of reasons. One, it's it adds to your floor space. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. all of a sudden you got this, but it is for that type of stuff. Yeah, it's just you, you know, just, it's you always never know. Be safe. So. And and I'm going to finish with uh, with a joke oh, that you alluded to earlier. Uh-oh. What do tornadoes? Hurricanes uh, uh, and uh, redneck uh, divorces all have in common. Either somebody loses, loses a trailer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is and where I question why I'm friends with these on two. On that note, uh, thanks no, for joining us. This um, is exactly why you're friends with yes. these two. So, so, everybody, um, thanks for joining us. Once again, I'm Alan Smith. Uh, I'm Big Dave. And thanks for having me. I'm Corey. And we will be back. For something, I don't know what. Yeah, we'll, figure we'll it be out back at eventually. some point. You can take that, and whether or not that's a promise, that is, or if it's a threat, I don't know. I'm, so go, it's I'm a- going with threat. <laughs> I'm going to go with threat too. All right, everybody, have a good day. See ya.